welcome to Rapid Fire with the Girls Who Do Stuff. This is where we ask our guests rapid fire questions and they answer with the first things that come to mind. Now, here's the Girls Who Do Stuff, Jenny Midgley and Sarah Madras. Welcome to Rapid Fire with the Girls Who Do Stuff. Today we have the lovely Denise Swafford, and she has graciously joined us for not one, but two segments of Girls Who Do Stuff, including the Rapid Fire. And so we're going to just get started. Sarah, why don't you kick us off? Okay. Who is the best female role model in your life? My grandmother. That's easy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boom. Rapid Fire. There it is. Yeah. If you were a bartender, which famous person would you like to serve? Famous person. Man, there's a lot. I'm going to say George Strait. <laughs> so you're going to get a little most. Okay. If you were designing your own fragrance to represent you, what would you call it? Rhinestones and grit. Yeah. Yes, it should be uh, like that. Yeah. Are you already that- playing that? I, I have a boutique line already planned out and trademarked. There it is. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> and it is like that's Denise, though, in a nutshell, is rhinestones and grit. Yeah. Yep. Truth. All right. What do you consider the most important piece of furniture in your house? My husband's oversized recliner. <laughs> <laughs> and is that important that I sent it for him? It's important for me because he's not, he's gone a lot. So that is my space. (laughs) (laughs) And there it is. Yep. I love it. Yep. Yeah. That's why having this great chair. (laughs) What gives you butterflies in your stomach? Something new. Anything new. I like to create. I'm a creator. I'm an initiator. So I like the newness of things. And Watching people grow is my other one. There's two. I love to see people develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When is the last time you had butterflies in your stomach? It, yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just, I got, to, I got to connect yesterday a lot. I went to several in-person things yesterday to network. And so just hearing people's stories. And so I get really excited. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What's the most creative excuse you've ever used to get out of something you didn't want to do? What well, boy? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Where's my mother when I need her? Um, <laughs> I probably say that the cows are out. <laughs> literally. Oh, that's the stick. We need to literally oh, there. I told you. And so we can get out of things by being like, "Sorry, can't you know the cows are out." And this cat's got out today. <laughs> got to go put them in. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> what other animals do you have on the farm? You do four dogs, too. four dogs mm-hmm. and cows. Four dogs, but you can yeah. do that with goats because when goats get out, they cause a ruckus. Oh yeah, what goats don't the way you tear up, they crap on. So right, you have to manage them. <laughs> right, Barz was like, "Hey, do you and the boys want to go uh, pumpkin carving with goats?" And I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> when I went to, to do the headshots and the the book photos and the family photos last year for Kathy, right? Like on her farm. And she's, she's got a, a menagerie of rescued animals. And one of them is a goat named Apples that thinks it's a dog. Yes. And I so. Lennox's best friend. Yeah. He, or she followed, or he or she followed he, yeah. Lennox around the entire time we were there. 
and rubbed him again. And Lennox would just pat like, yeah, like he literally <laughs> thinks he's a dog and it's and he's incorrigible. And like, but that's yeah, it's a goat. That's what they say. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, amazing. The cows are out. That's going to be my excuse from now on. Yes. Sorry, the cows got out. Yeah. <laughs> we can just be like, sorry, the kids got out. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Then we risk them calling CPS. If we say the cows. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, that. yeah. What antiquated invention do you still use? Man, I don't know because I love technology. Does count? Oh, that's I, you know the White House. <laughs> yeah, they had a landline and an answering machine that rang it. Oh, what? So. Okay, so I have a dishwasher, but I don't use it. I wash dishes by hand. Interesting. I know that's the antiquated way. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the antiquated way to do that. So there you that go. Was it amazing? Why don't you like the dishwasher? We have really hard water out here. We have water. Uh, Jeff doesn't love my dishwasher, so it's easier just to wash them than deal with the headaches of that dishwasher true. clogging up. So, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. If you could try out a job for a day just to see if you would like it, what job would you choose? I would take Oprah's microphone. There it is. For and sure. I would take her stage. That's the so like I want. The stage, or would you sit in the garden for Super Soul Sunday? And who would you interview? I think I'd want Oprah stage. I'm just, that's something I'm drawn to. So would you do giveaways then? And what would you? Oh, yeah. I'm getting all of it on her dime too, by the way. Okay. Um, Okay. The top three things you would give away on the Oprah stage. That'd be like, you get a. So she's basically saying that in the future, she's going to have a show on. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's my goal. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere on a platform that large. She yeah. and I don't align on everything, but she's a tremendous businesswoman. I can't deny mm-hmm. that. What did you say? The top three things I'm going to give away? Cars. Yeah. And houses. I know that's not what she does, but she can afford it for a day. I actually would have a, what I would do is I would have an audience full of single moms and I would give them all at least pay off their mortgages, make sure they have a place to live. That would be my big thing. That's one of my passions and one of the things that I want to do as a nonprofit someday. Is that something that you see a lot of in your community that there's just single parent households that the kids need? If you took away the stress of housing or whatever, then that would be that would mean that they would be open to do other things. Yeah, I think that education is a big thing, too. So I do mentor a lot of girls because of the church. A lot of young women come in, some single, some not. But just because of my connection there, I've met a lot that need that help. They never have learned how to budget. And I didn't know how I had to learn all those things, just teaching and educating and providing for them to fulfill some of those needs. So I'm not one of those big, hey, let me give you a house so you can do nothing kind of people. I want to help you be better. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. If you could be reincarnated, what do you want to come back as? Oh, I've, I've actually dog. thought about this. Why have I thought about this so much? I think I want to come back as my dogs. The two inside ones, not the outside ones. I think I want to come back as my dogs. They're rotten. <laughs> That's exactly what we were talking about with our last guest. Because it was like, and, and it's very specific. Like, you don't want to come back as any dog. You want to come back as your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know yeah. what a good life they have. So I had yes. to do a speech in college and this was the talk about reincarnation. And I gave it like a tremendous amount of thought. But mine wasn't like I wanted to come back as a thing. She can come back as anything. And I was like, I'm oh. allowed. Like, think about that for a second. Be reincarnated as a cloud. Okay. That's so dope. You just float around mm-hmm. peaceful quietness and look at all the... And then you evaporate. No, I... <laughs> That's what I thought. 
And then like you're I'm burned feeling, up in the atmosphere. I'm feeling feisty and I wanna shoot down some rain and some thunder and, and then the plane oh. and I'm like, look at all the people and the birds. Get pierced by a plane. Right. I'm like, or by a nuclear what if there's a nuclear war and you're the cloud in the sky that gets pierced by the nuclear war? I view it as piercing. I view it as they pass through. That's how to say, I knew that was coming. <laughs> like, are you going to stop it? Like, I'm picking up on her already. Uh, she's not. Anyway. All right. What does your typical Friday night look like? Dinner out with my husband. Not, you know, you to Nestor. Yeah. Not really. We're foodies. What are you in the mood for? I literally, one time we went to this town that's about three hours from here. And there is a restaurant called I don't care. And I threatened to drive my husband three hours to eat there every time he's like, I don't care. I'm like, no, because I drive because he drives all week. So I drive us everywhere and, and I just need to drive. Okay. He's a great driver, but I have to drive most of the time. And I'm like, we're going to drive to Muskogee if you don't tell me where you want to eat. <laughs> so we're we'll going to Oklahoma and we'll go yeah. uh, to I don't care. Yes. Where are yeah. y'all going tonight then? He actually tonight we are going to meet with some people and have dinner. So yeah, gonna, it's going to be prepared. So I don't have to do that. We don't have to go out tonight. But. Fun. Nice. What is the best thing to happen to you this year? The best thing? Probably breaking my wrist and having surgery and having to be still and mm-hmm. forced to me to be still. I think honestly, and I know this sounds kind of morbid, but. The, the going through the process of dying with my aunt, I've now lost enough people close to me and walked through that process. I see the beauty in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's say there's beauty in dying. Yep. And just being there with her, honestly, was probably like some, those are just the things you're never going to forget. And they had mm-hmm. such an impact. And though I, I have her dog and I'm reminding of her every day. I had not walked outside the other day and her dog is chasing the cows and I'm like, She's not listening to me. You know, <laughs> and I just looked up and went, could you get your dog? And then the dog just turns around and comes back. And I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. But I just have those. Yeah. So, it is such a gift. Those, I truly agree. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to hear more about uh, Denise's story about breaking her wrist and, and how that led to some major things, listen to the main episode. Mm-hmm. That you can find that on girlswhodostuff.com. Yep. Episode one. Of her. I was going to say this. No, no. Oh, I was saying. Sarah, don't direct me. Yeah, no. Joe, that's why I messed up. <laughs> don't it take it out. out of my mouth. I knew it was wrong and was <laughs> like, wow. We'll figure it out. All right. Listen, Denise, thank you so much. Tell our listeners where they can find you. So you can find me at deniseswafford.com. Or if you're interested in joining a group of Christian businesswomen, you can find me at Ignite Christian Businesswomen on Facebook. We are a private Facebook group, so you can request to join there. But denisewafford.com has all my contacts, and you can, that's probably the easiest way for you to find me. So fantastic. Thank you so much, Denise, for joining us today. Connect with us at girlswhodostuff.com. Subscribe to our email list for fun announcements and leave us a review. It helps other people find our stuff. We would be so grateful to you for taking those actions so we can get this out into the world and change more lives. I am Jenny Midgley. I am Sarah Madras. And and you do you, you, boo. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media.